She is the future of UFC commentary. She is an absolute superstar on Dana White's Contender Series. It's Laura Sanko. We flew her all the way from Kansas City to feed her stout burgers on this week's Food Truck Diaries. Let's go. Make it big, big, super thick. From my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need a thick girl for a thick boy. I need everything I get, super thick boy. You ready? Used to have a model bitch, now I got a thick one. Yeah, I do. Last night went late, yeah, we had a sick one. Yeah, very drunk. Yeah, and I like I'm... The Kansas City superstar herself. Thanks for cutting some time out of your busy-ass schedule. Man. Laura Sanko here. I'm excited to be here. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I watch the show a lot. And when you guys first contacted me, I was like, me? 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 Yeah, you, me? You don't realize how big of a star you are yet? Well, I'm really not. There's nothing but, better. But I, as I was saying before we started, um, as I'm eating my own hair, um, it's, it's fun to be the interview subject not the interviewer yeah you get to relax a little bit yeah and you're coming straight from the contender series I am. straight to calabasas from the contender series in vegas contender series is interesting i think it's the best idea the ufc's had in a long time it's completely taken over like the ultimate fighters it's just not what it is anymore yeah. and the contender series which you know when we first heard about it, like ah, let's see how it goes and to me it's by far the best product the ufc does because Think about all the superstars that have come out of the Contender Series. And to me, what makes it more special than the Ultimate Fighters, those fighters are so hungry to yeah. get a contract and they're also ready to go. And you think about the superstars like Sugar Sean came out of there. Yep. And now I think, and which I'd love to pitch this idea to you, okay. Bo Nichols, you, right? Like, so it's like- Well, don't lump me into anything with Bo Nickel, but that's very, that's very Well, I think, but you, I'm just saying as far as the like- The show's a great platform. The super, it's yeah, the platform, platform, the superstars, yeah. it's kind of taken over what the Ultimate Fighter used to be. So yeah. it's creating all these super, listen, I'm an Ultimate Fighter alumni. I'm Ultimate Fighter. It gave me my ticket to the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. I got in the Wonka Chocolate Factory, got CT, but still, <laughs> it's a cool factory. But you to got be, to go to yeah, the candy. Yeah, I, I did get to go yeah. in there and taste the candy. Yeah. And I got CT from it, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I just think the Contender Series is just a special thing. And it you is. being part of it, I just think it makes it that much better. It's it's definitely my favorite show by far. I mean, I have, I've yet to work a pay-per-view in like the full broadcast capacity, but there's something, oh man, there's something so special and powerful about even just standing like next to someone who has just made their dream come true. Like I, I think of it as like labor and delivery nurses, right? Like they get to be there as new humans are like brought into the freaking world yeah but don't get like them because they're so used to it they get jaded they're like here's your kid you're like here's your kid like mine she's yeah. like mean to my kids like, like here you go another one next <laughs> you know you don't want to be that in I, UFC. Won't. I won't yeah. i don't think i could because like there's definitely a part of me that still because i because of what my career was how short it was uh i live vicariously through all of them even the heavyweights the men women whoever like there's a part of me that loves what they're doing because I wish I could be doing it. So yeah. it's it's special to me on like another level beyond even just loving people and wanting all people to succeed. Yeah, and also I think because you were a fighter and you can appreciate like what it takes for that moment. Yeah. And also I think it's also rare in people's lives. Like what's an actor, you might see them, their breakout movie, but I'd rather see the audition, how it yeah. got them there, you know, or their 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 acting classes, like them building up to it. Yeah. We get to see that in the Contender Series. It's like the Ultimate Fighter, 
you know, when it was in its heyday, like I remember when I knocked out Marcus Jones, I'm not in my personality. I'm doing snow angels yeah. on the mat. I go to grab and hug Dana White. He's like, bro, your nose. I'm like, what? He's like, your nose. And I got kneed in the nose by Marcus Jones. My nose is like over here. I'm like, oh my God. But it's like that moment like made my career. Yeah. And it's on TV. So yeah. you get to be involved in all that. It's and like now a, you have superstars coming out of there. It's like a weekly, it's like a weekly drug rush. I don't do drugs, so maybe that's the wrong analogy, but yeah. I talk to the people that do, it sounds like it. Um, that's been fun. Uh, it's like, uh, to be to be any part of that is just awesome. And the, man, the stories that come out of that show, like the backgrounds, I get really sucked into the backgrounds that people have because I think it matters. Like it matters more when you watch them go on and do big things. Well, it's and like then, if, you, if you watch, I don't mean to interrupt you. It's like if you watch like uh, the countdowns, the embeddeds, or like the, the 24 sevens that HBO used to do, like I wouldn't even know this Mexican fighter and I'd yeah. be completely sold. Like his life story, selling tacos, got in a fight with his brother. They realized he had a good left hook and yeah. then, you know, he comes from nothing. I'm like, oh, I'm in, man. So I think with Contender Series, they're just selling these stories and it's such a special thing, but it, it's a, don't discredit, it's, I think it's the perfect storm. It's exactly what the UFC needed. The Ultimate Fighters ran its course, that's over. So then this thing, you have these hungry fighters and they're putting on fights, because they know yeah. if they do their job, they get the ticket right there. You're part of it. You got Bisbing there, Felder, uh, who is it? Brent, is Brendan Fritz Jill? Uh, it's, yeah, Brendan too? knows half of it and then Dan Halley will call half of it in terms of They're all great. Yeah. So it's, it's like this perfect like teamwork, man. And then Dana's passionate about it, you know? It's Dana such loves a cool it. Dana yeah. freaking loves That's it. That's his baby. And I, I like the format of it. It's it's short, like it's a palatable amount of time. Like not yep. everybody has seven hours on a Saturday to like yep. watch every moment no, especially you have kids. of a giant hundred percent giant pay per view card. But this is two and a half hours, not a lot of fluff. And I love that people they go out there swinging for the fences, man, because like you said, it's a different assignment. they they will I'll watch tape on guys a lot of tape on guys coming into those fights and they will fight so far beyond their own style because of what's at stake and it's really show cool out. to see they do and then also it, you know i think it's cool because you get to be there when they get their moment and then you have to be proud of guys like sugar sean and all the other guys who have yeah. made it because it's like oh I, that's my guy yeah like i we did this man yeah i'm 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 old enough i'm not I'm not old enough to be all of their moms, but it's starting to be to the point where I'm old I enough to you. be a couple of their moms and it's really kind of freaking me out. <laughs> not so much Sean, yeah. but uh, you look back at that interview I did with Sean and he's just, he looks so different. His energy is different. I mean, clearly the skills were there. Skills and like, swag was there, but it's like you brought out this he like- just blossomed, blossomed into this incredible character. And he actually came back last week and sat in with us and called a fight and he was in the production meeting and he sat down and he was like, this is so cool. He's like, this is, this is where we got our start. So you cool. know, like, I, so I kind of, I feel like I share a bond with all of the fighters that they come should. through there. And so, and that's becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger proportion of the UFC because I've been involved with every episode of that yep. show. It's my, I love it. And I mean, all, it's Dana's baby, but. Yeah, it's, all, it's, it's your like baby. That's right, yeah, it's your, yeah. <laughs> it's like you share this, you know, stepchild. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think too, I'll get off contention series nuts after this. But I, I think I'm a huge Bo Nickel fan. I yeah. think he's the future. I think he's the biggest prospect we've had in uh, probably 10 years. The only closest one would be Aaron Pico. Yep. We signed with Bellator, but Bo Nichols is right there. Like if he's a stock, I'm in. And when I watch him, he only has what, two fights, three fights? 
two now. Yeah, two now. And he, they, I think they announced his third, third yep. in September, end of September, right? When I look at Bo Nickel, I'm like, well, he does need the experience because once you get the UFC, UFC is not a place where you want to pick up experience because yeah. you get thrown to the freaking Wolverines, trust me. So for Bo Nichols, and Contender Series is such a big thing, I don't get why, and hear me out here, you know the ins and outs of Contender yeah. Series. Why, why not make Bo Nichols like the champion of Contender Series because it is a feeder league. Uh -huh. He's the champion of that league. Then just have him get experience in there and then graduate him to the big leagues. You know, I think... I think Dana's all shut up. Yeah, I think he's ready to be honest with you. I think that I think that they knew what they were doing. A putting him on that show because that show allows you to have a little bit of jet fuel when you come into the UFC. You're fighting in front of Dana. You have that clip of Dana talking about you when he gives you the contract. Obviously, the fight has to speak for itself, and it certainly did. Yeah. I want to see him challenged uh, in Week Nine, at least to the extent that he can be. They're yeah. not gonna feed him to a wolf, but like, I want to see him. I want to see him go past. What, I don't know, how past the first round. Past yeah. the first round. Past two minutes. Past two minutes. Something like. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if you're gonna get that at that level of contender series unless it's like a vet, you know. Do who, you see? Here I am turning into the interviews. Bring sorry. it. I'd do love you? Because I made this argument. I think it was on the way in show. I think he could p compete at least at the beginnings of the top 15 100%. in the middleweight division today. 100%. Now my, if and I'm, that's why he doesn't need to be champion of the contender series. That, I'd see, I disagree because it, like, can he compete in the top 15? Absolutely. Would probably be, you know, a good amount of them. I'm not going to call it names. Would probably beat a good amount of them. But my goal for Bo Nichols to be world champion, yeah. he's, he's not ready to be world champion. That ain't no, happening. No. So in order for him to get that experience, he needs to work on his striking. Doing contender series. Yeah. Don't do in the UFC. You know, so I, I think, again, he beats a lot of those top guys right now, but I would ask Bo and his team, like, well, what's the goal? Yeah. If the goal, I don't know if money's an issue. If money's an issue, let's get to the UFC, get your sponsors, do all that stuff. But if your goal, because the UFC is a marathon, not a sprint. We can do a 100%. sprint, and you're going to be a flash in the pan, in and out, then you're teaching kids wrestling. Yeah. But if your goal is to become the straight-up world champion multiple times, mm -hmm. Let's hold out. Let's take a little break from chatting Laura Sanko's air off so you can still stare at my ugly mug because I got something for you guys. For you bros out there, those pumpkin spice lattes are a popping. It is tis the season. But listen, when it's the season, that fall breeze is just passing you by. You don't want a bush, fellas. That's why you need Manscaped. That's right, Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. And today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that you're your bush isn't the only thing shedding, it's ex excess leaves, all right? Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter from the fall. Join the 6 million bros worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20. What do you get at Manscaped? Well, that's hilarious. You guys should know by now. I do a million reads for them. Whether you're brand new already with the team at Manscaped, you could use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels. We're talking about the Platinum 4.0 package. In this package, you get everything you need to stay hairless like a cat. Those hairless cats, not like regular cats. You know those weird cats and those movies you know what i'm talking about anyways you get the lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer also if you have hair coming out of your nose you look like a psychopath uh you also get the additional body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo conditioner all right you get the premium deodorant you also get the crop reviver the crop preserver you also get a nice little shed travel bag to put all those goodies into that's what you get with this platinum package from my friends at manscaped all you got to do go to manscaped 
manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code SHOP20. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine. Let's get back to the program. But look what, look how, and I'm not saying that he's like risen up the ranks and is on the precipice of getting a title, but Chase Hooper and his boy body was able to survive a decent amount of time and gain some experience and start like picking up new skills in the UFC. Charles Oliveira is a much better example, much, much better example. But it took him forever. Forever. And he went through the ringer. Go back to Chase Hooper though. I, I would say he was mismanaged. I think he got there a little bit early, but like he wasn't ready for the like he. I think he can beat a lot of guys, yeah. not in the top fifteen. That's no. not happening. But he can beat a lot of those guys on the outside there. But again, what's the goal, Chase? You know. But look at the skill set between Chase Hooper and Bo Nickel, and tell me who you think. Like I just I think there's a path, and I think that they see it too. Like I think there's a real path for Bo Nickel because he's not going to get right into the UFC and start. T- you know, fighting top 15 guys. I don't know how big that... It depends. You know how the UFC is. is. I know. But I I do think the UFC is learning, you know, because I think they rushed Darren Till and, like, we broke him, you know? But I do think he can come back. He has the skill set, the mindset for it. But they've rushed guys, but look what they're doing with Sugar Sean. They've Mm -hmm. taken the time. Now, you know, he's one of the top five. Sean's a perfect example. Sean's a great... Patty Pimlet's a great example. Patty Pimlet's a great one, where they're not rushing him. Like, with Patty, like, oh, we want to see him against... It's like, dude, he's just getting going. Like, chill. I think that they will they will handle Bo the way that Bo should be handled. And, and Bo will pass the appropriate tests when he needs to pass him. But, I mean, listen. We, listen, we've seen, what is it, Cain Velasquez had two fights mm-hmm. when he came to the UFC. Stellar NCAA wrestling background. Brock Lesnar, amazing NCAA background. I, how many Horrible striking, but keep going. Well, yeah. But, I mean, he did some things. Yeah, he did some things. He did Knocked some out Randy Couture. No, yeah. yeah, he was world he champion. He did some things. You're talking about a different animal now, though. We are. Like, not, like the games advance so, like, and there's totally so many good class. guys. I different get that. weight class. I get like, that. The skill set. Yeah. And someone is going to be able to stop his takedowns. I guarantee you. Yeah. That's going to happen. And it's a matter of. In the of... top 10, that wrestling, to a certain point, is, you know, now there's the Khabib argument, right? Like, Khabib striking, not, not awful, great. but, not, you know, he's not yeah. Charles Oliveira. So. You know, maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Now listen, I'm, I, I want to be very upfront. I'm all in on Bo Nickel. Yeah. I've never been more excited about a guy since Aaron Pico. No, I understand. Like, you, you want I him love to him. succeed. Yeah, so I think he's going to succeed. You want him to be I just want to chill a little yeah. bit. No, yeah. I get it. I get it. It's I like when you draft a quarterback in the first round and, you know, you play for fucking Jacksonville. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather my guy, like if it was my son, I'd rather him go to like, you know, I'd rather him go to Green Bay and sit behind Aaron Rodgers for four years, pick up the skills, and yeah. then, because, you know, it's such a short window. You talk to the guys at ATT, though, like those behind-the-scenes conversations, talk to Jorge, talk to whoever, and they're like, no, like, legit, his his striking, he just hasn't had a chance to show it yet. That, see, that, see, that's what gets me excited. Yeah. That, like, and it, it was the same with Leon Edwards, like uh, Josh Thompson, you know, he's the captain of AK, and mm-hmm. he's like, dude, I'm telling you, Leon Edwards was with us for a while, savaged it yeah. and with uh, Makachev same thing he's like no no I'm telling you like those to me that like the training room like kind of mythical yes. legends I that's what I that's why I do this yeah. I love them <laughs> I love them so when I heard about Bo Nichols I'm like, keep going I'm so in oh, let's throw him. yeah get him in there yeah I just think it, it could be cool if he was like the face of uh contender series and like I just feel I mean, more fame and just he will be for this season listen I mean 
oh, week yeah. nine or ten. I can't remember what week it is. I think it's week nine. Uh, so four weeks from now, he's going to fight again. Obviously, we expect him to do great things he's yet again. He's going to demolish the guy. Yeah. I just don't see a point in making him do it a third time. You know what I mean? Like I also think it there's also... There's three or four fights outside the top 15 where he'll get that another year's worth of experience and then off to the races. Off to the races. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'll be the first yeah. one to buy a shirt. But I'll design your shirt, dude. It's my thing. <laughs> I'll be your guy. But I also think, too... You know, the the caveat to that is if I'm in the UFC meeting, I'm like, well, dude, Bo's going to destroy anyone we bring through here, so we can't build up any other guys. Yeah. He's going to eat them alive, and these yeah. guys aren't going to get to the UFC. So it fucks up the whole process. Yeah. Say less. Keep doing what you're doing. They're like, we also sold for $4 billion. Shut your yapper shop. Like, Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> they figured a few things out. Yeah, they and know I what think they're doing. This show in particular is an interesting, it's an interesting influx of talent because so many people get signed over a 10 week period. And it's very much like, hey, you proved to me in this one night. Sometimes you proved to me lots of things because it was a three round war and I got to see grappling, I got to see striking, I got to see your heart, whatever. Sometimes you just knock a guy out in 30 seconds, you press me, like up to you, right? But it's still not like, that's the other caveat to that show. Like that's still not the real UFC. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like they they, they think it is. I'm it is. I, I find that exact or it is not. No. You know, it's like once that crowd there and it's you know, you're talking about thirty thousand screaming fan, like yep. that's the real UFC. Yeah. That's why guys like like Patty and, and there's some guys uh, that have come through I'm trying to remember who it was. If it was Drake's Duplessis or he didn't come through contender series, but like there are some guys that have are lucky enough to have that experience at shows whether it's in Europe or South Africa or whoever that sell out like a lot of the, a lot of the Polish guys that uh, fight it is it KSW yep they I mean Big those boy. shows are like 15,000 people uh, and I to your point yeah. I didn't know Patty was on that level we did a food truck with him I'm talking to his manager and he's like yeah Patty you know he really didn't want to come to the UFC I'm like what why not yeah. he's like oh dude he sold out yeah. he's telling me like the arenas he sold out before this I'm like he's like he's actually taking pay cut but you know we think in the yeah. long run like oh shit yeah. Oh, and when his first UFC fight, I was like, we're going to see how he handles with the nerves in front of this big of a crowd. And his Liverpool fans like, hey, moron, he's been fighting this for four years, selling out being the only headliner. That crowd at the March UFC London show was insane. Top five best insane. events I've ever seen. And not even being there, just watching them like, this is nuts. It for a fight night? Wild. Absolutely wild. I mean... When I, I, I interviewed Dana after the fights, and he literally was like, he was soaked in beer. He's talking like this because his voice was Shout completely it. gone from, yeah. from yelling. And he's just like, I just love this shit. This is so How could you not? Yeah. How's, that was a special night. All right, let's get off Contender Series because this is about you. It's about you. For, and, you know, you got your start on Contender Series, but really, really your origin story starts with Invicta. Yeah. Which is, you know, the, the major leagues for female fighting. Like, yeah. there's not a bigger league. But you're, it's interesting to me, and we have a lot of similarities, which we'll get to, but so you start in Invicta as a fighter. Mm -hmm. You have a professional fight there. You win, but you get pregnant, so that throws a wrench in everything. Yeah. And then you have to take care of the kiddo. Shout out to you, being a good mom, which is expected, appreciate right? Appreciate it. Yep, so appreciate <laughs> it. So then the owner of Invicta was like, hey, you want to do this interview? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't have any experience with doing that. None. Which I think is the best way to learn by doing it. I mean, it was scary. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I, you nailed it. I, I thought I was going to be a, a professional MMA fighter. Like that was my goal. That at was Adam who Wade. I, at Adam Wade. Mm -hmm. That was who I was. Um, and this is right around the same time 
I fought right before Ronda made it to the UFC. So like at that time, I'm like, well, this is it. This is the top of the mountain, Invicta, because we were still under the impression that UFC would never have women, right? Dana did say that. He did, and then she changed everything. And uh, so I had the fight. I was in camp for my next fight, got the win, in camp for my next fight. People are excited about stuff. I'm excited about stuff. And then, you know, the, the joke that I like to beat in the ground, I had to pull out because my husband didn't. Hilarious. Got pregnant, I know, right? I've only I told it, it like 50 times. I dig it. Um, and then she called, Shannon Knapp called and was like, hey, Marlos Kunin's coming to town. We don't really have a sideline reporter. Would you be able to interview her? And I literally said, Shannon, I have never held a microphone. I've never looked at a camera. You've had no desire to do it either? No. Never thought about well, it? No, not, not the television part of it. I wanted to stick close to the sport. And I think I knew as soon as I got pregnant that being a champion in Invicta and Castile as an atom weight, which is, I could, I can't compete with UFC straw weights. I never could. Like yeah. I weigh 118 right now and I'm not You're in the greatest shape. Yeah, tough. So if the top of the mountain for me was always going to be Invicta and making three and three or whatever yeah, it would be. I had another career in venture capital. Like yeah. I, I had other stuff going on and I really wanted to dedicate, I wanted to be a mom. Yeah. And like be, it's about the kiddo. Exactly. That's yeah, bigger than your dream. So I saw the, I saw the chance of like, well, maybe this will allow me to stay intertwined and in, included in the sport that I love so much. And I can, I can still be there and just not in that other capacity. So I took a chance and I guess they liked it. And so they had me doing the live post fight interviews. So I literally learned how to do anything on television by myself, by trial and error, live on UFC Fight Pass. I think it's and the best it way to go. It's horrendous to go back and watch. Yeah, I hear you. That, it's that's awful. how it is. I mean, if it wasn't bad, you're just a complete yeah. narcissist. You're like, it's actually pretty good. You're yeah. like, Jesus Christ. I remember calling my husband after, I think it was Invicta 9, if you guys want to find it on Fight Pass and watch <laughs> my post fight interviews. Um, We're going to bring you the insert here. I, call, I called my husband. I was like, hey, so how'd I do? And he's like, well, He's brutal. He's so honest. He's so honest. Does he's, he have any background in any TV, anything? He's an ex no, but he's an extremely educated MMA fan okay. and an incredibly smart guy. But like, so honest. It hurt your feelings. Oh yeah. Sounds like my friend Joe Always. Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, you did good. You sounded, like, kind of sounded like you had a stroke, because oh. you were. He's like, you were talking so slowly, and I. Looking back, usually it'd be the opposite. I know. I was so worried about oh, being too fast, you slowed it down, and tripping over my words, that my delivery was a lot. And the fighters were like, Cut. like this, <laughs> like Walter Cronkite or yes. some shit. Yeah, and the energy just like, come it was on. So I would rather have that than the speed. Deliberate. I see. I dig it. I'm not mad at it right oh, now. Yeah. God. Because usually people do the opposite. Yeah. Like stand-ups, if you can tell they've gone a year in, it's like flying through Oh, the through pendulum it. swung you're the like, other way after he said that. Yeah. And then you watch the next one, I'm like, you sound like you're hey, how was your fight? Was like, you know, terrible. Like the micro machine guy? Yeah. You sound like you're sipping on scissor, just on lean. They're like, what is yeah. wrong with Laura? Let yeah. So it goes from uh, Invicta, and then we're, the UFC sees it. Because you got a big viral moment when uh, the, the girl kissed you on yeah, the lips. Yeah, Tanya Avenger. Tanya kissed yeah, you on the lips. Went in. And then that goes viral. Uh -huh. And then... But I would assume that's not why the UFC called. I don't think it is. Absolutely not. I don't, no, no. I mean, I don't think it hurt that I handled it well. Um, you had fun with it. Invicta being on UFC Fight Pass, you know, they, they watch those. And any property, and there's lots of them now. There's so um, many now. 
they watch those, like the producers and the people that make the decisions about who's on the broadcast team and really even like Sean and Mick, they're, they're pretty integrated into all of those Oh, I know. Shows. I was on the first show for UFC Now and I started talking shit about Reebok. And yeah. I was like, ah, they won't see this. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they, they see everything. Yeah. They I see everything. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Um, yeah, don't do that. Not that you would. No so then uh, they, uh, they see your work yeah. in Invicta and then you got called up to the big leagues. Yeah, so they... A lot of people think that my first UFC gig was a contender, and it was early, but I actually was working Fox. Fox, yeah. So I, they called me and they said, "Hey, um, would you like to come audition for uh, for Fox?" And that whole experience, let me tell you what. I've been through it. I know. Wild, <laughs> wild. Dude. I was not prepared for that, and me they either. auditioned me as an anchor. So like, I'm dealing with multiple cameras and addressing uh, analysts and I and they're in your ear, yeah, oh producer in your ear and they're like, oh you're gonna God. start on camera one and as soon as you start explaining it, you go to camera three, you're like, what in the fuck? And I've never done a voiceover. I have no idea how to read the rundown of when I'm supposed to talk. No fucking clue about any of it. And the night before, I remember my analysts were Stephen Thompson and I think it was Tyron. Now I'm forgetting. But I, I literally cut out, I went on the internet with my travel printer. Yeah. And I cut out pictures of them and printed them and put them on pillows. And like, like set up, talking to them. yeah, like set up the couch. Cause I'd never done it before. Yeah, like I got to figure out how to like, yeah, do it. Look over at people and integrate them in the I conversation. That's how bad you want it. That's how bad I so wanted it. So it must've went well. No, it went horribly. Can't, can't, horribly. could have gone worse than mine. No way. You, I'm, you I'm, want to bet? But my audition was, um, it wasn't live on air, but it was like a pre-show. It was even an audition. It was just taped. And it was Chael Sonnen, and I forget who else. Might have been, uh, I forget, uh, Karen Bryan, and Chael Sonnen, Karen Bryan. And I struggle with names sometimes. It's just, I'm not great at it. And it was an all-Brazil card. And the Juicier Fromega, which I can say now, I'm I'm destroying the names. And I get done. Oh, it was a... From uh, I'm like, Jesse, uh, and and I can tell, and Chael's my boy, was like, hey, come on. Mm. I'm like, I'm trying. What the f- it's in fucking Portuguese, yeah. dude. Who does this to a guy? Yeah. And I get in the back, and my my agent manager, they're like, mm. not great, not Mm-mm. great. Yeah. And yeah, so... I cried uh, in the airport I did too. Yeah. on the way home. Yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they th- intentionally threw me a curveball. I'd also never read a teleprompter before. That's a not, skill I had no itself. idea. Yeah. And so I am reading the teleprompter and they intentionally put the wrong script in there just to see how I'd handle it. If like, I did not handle it Sounds like somebody didn't want you to get the gig. (laughs) I think they were just saying like- Just some ugly producer. How would she? (laughs) (laughs) Just horns. Yeah. Uh, I didn't rob, I did not Ron Burgundy. Like I caught it as I'm reading it, but you know, three in your ear, you're reading one thing, your body's trying to say something else. I could go back and find the tape. You know, I am Chael Sonnen? Yeah, yes. damn it. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so then so then eventually you get in the UFC via Fox, same, I was working with Fox. Yeah. And then uh, then the contender series starts. Yes, yes. So they did call me after that, and it was kind of like a, well, you clearly aren't an anchor. Yeah. <laughs> but you also clearly really know the game, and we've seen enough of your work in Invicta. Would you like to be a reporter? So I started doing the backstage reporting roles first for Fox. And then probably a year and a half after doing that um, was when 
sitting in the parking lot at Target and got a call. This hey, is we've got Kansas this, City. Yeah, we got this new show, and um, we need someone that's good at live post-fight interviews. Because that's the thing too is like, there's it's definitely a difference animal. between the ones on Fox or even ESPN. Usually, got like five, ten, sometimes more than five to ten minutes to like think about an interview that you're yep. going to have and think about what you want to ask them, as opposed to this fight just happened. You've got 20 seconds to get your ass in there and ask some intelligent stuff and, and get what and, we need and too. do and get yeah. what we need yeah and have have enough understanding of the sport that the fighter is going to appreciate the questions that you're asking them about the fight that they just correct had. It's how are you feeling it's like, yeah it's a, it's a different animal like yeah, you want to talk a little x's and o's in yeah. in that type of post fight yeah. interview the bullets are live yeah. yeah so they they uh felt confident i could do that and then what happened was honestly i can't remember if it was the first year or if it was just a ways into the first year Dana never likes to listen to the commentators. He likes to watch those fights and just let them speak for themselves. Mm. And for some reason, he threw his, uh, his ears in and I guess heard one of my interviews. And I remember sitting in the back and it was at the, it was at the tough gym and it was, I'm not making this up, 93 degrees back where my little like spot was. Yeah. Sweating buckets, so uncomfortable. I get this text from Dana White. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even believe Dana White has my number. Like, how's this happening? And he just goes, wow, you really, he always cuss, he's like, you really fucking know your shit. Yep. You know, like you literally just asked everything I wanted to know about that fight. Keep it up. And, and that was the it beginning. Was Dana or did you think he was a catfish? No, like, is this it, a bro? Yeah. No, because he said. Yeah, because he, he talks said. like that, but you, yeah. don't, you know, he texts like That's that That's a good too. point. I actually didn't. Yeah. I should have. Like, is this a frat? I should. Is this the head of Sigma Pi? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. He just talks like, like even when he's got my number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. And then uh, I can't remember if he came up to me after the show, but something kind of continued with that conversation where from that moment on, it was like he, he kind of respected what I was doing. Yeah, and he that champions was like when you. We... You can tell he champions you. And, and the I think one of the qualities of Dana is once you're in and yeah. he vouches for you, you're in, man. Yeah. You know? And you got to do the but work. But you have to have the skill set. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if he's going to back you up, you have to have the skill set, which you do. I, I'm i working on it. Like, I... You're so humble and I appreciate <laughs> it. You have the skill set. And I told you before we started this, it, it frustrates me they don't have you do it more. Well, thank you. Because you, like, I don't know why you're not on the fight nights. I don't know why you haven't done a pay-per-view yet. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, it, it would be so refreshing. It's like, we're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over when you have the chops to do it. There are, I mean, it's, a, it's as with anything in a company like this, there are, there's a multi-layered reason for why that hasn't happened yet. I'm for sure. sure. And I'm sure I don't know many of the layers you don't have to worry about it. let me be yeah. frustrated about it if i was your manager i'd be super frustrated yeah. but you don't need to worry you just need to keep doing what you're doing and, and I, I guarantee am, it happens guarantee I, it. I, I am manifesting it daily let me tell you here I, we should do a bet <laughs> hey dana here's a bet if bo nickel fights for the championship she gets to be the analyst oh there we go there you go there we go there we go i i used to um i used to pack i, I haven't always done this but like since it became my like mission in life to call fights and, and before they let me do it for contender series which was a huge win like that was that was the biggest hump i needed to get over i just needed to be able to show them i could do it because i had i had a color commentary audition as well about three years ago that they just destroyed we're like don't we're love the voice yeah. don't you know nothing about this is good yeah. and then i'm like well got a lot to work on 
let's get to work. And then did you get a heads up when they made you the, the first female analyst in the UFC? Did no, you? no. I got about 12 hours notice. But Sometimes that's good. It was. You can't and overthink it. I think because of what had happened with LFA earlier that year, uh, when Pat Militich uh, stepped away from the LFA and they needed people to fill in there and Alan Joban and I stepped in and I actually stepped in super late. Like they kind of already had Alan and then they're like, oh yeah, we'll throw Laura in there too. That's a story in and of itself yeah, because and I don't mind, I don't mind, I don't mind sharing this because we've talked about it a lot and it's funny now, but uh, they kind of, they kind of messed up a little bit and like didn't tell the producers that they were bringing me in to do commentary. They thought Pat was still going to show No, up? they thought it was going to be Alan filling in for, for Pat. Just Alan. Just Alan. So I literally drive my ass to Wichita. I'm like watching fight footage as, as I drive. Driving, should yep. never, ever ever do that. But also But also it was important. Yeah, yes. Um, and it's Wichita. Not yes. a lot between Kansas City and You're Wichita. Good. Pretty yeah. safe. A couple dares. Yeah. Um so I arrive and like Ed Suarez is like, hey, just some issues, like let come talk to me when you get here. Uh, I was like, all right. So I walk into this room and there's like eleven men sitting around this table and including the producer and they literally went around and we're like, this is why we don't think you should do this. Because they weren't prepared for it. They weren't sure I was prepared for it. None because of them knew. Because it's polar opposite of like the Pat military Yeah, stuff. and, and none Wasn't of, Pat like buying a hot dog at the, at when someone stormed the Capitol? He's just I in the back like know. buying a hot dog. He was like, what? And they're like, get him, and he got fired. I don't even yeah. know what happened with that, to yeah. be honest He's like grabbing you. a pickle, but he just happened to be, he, did, <laughs> he had no idea. He was like, oh, there's a parade today. But, but Pat's a fucking know. legend, and like, oh, how, yeah. do you, how do you put this random chick and like Alan, who people random. weren't familiar with him in that role either, yes. to fill in for freaking Pat Militage. But I was like, hey fans, LFA's trying their yeah. best. Yeah. So I sit through this meeting and they're like, hey, we're just, we're gonna have you call one of the Facebook fights. And then, and I'm like, really? Like, bitch, I drove from from Kansas City to Wichita. I'm not doing Facebook And fights. I'm not like, I am not good at those moments. I'll be uh, like, oh, okay, yeah. Sure. They can just, tell my face. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, but, but you know, we had a lot of Hawaiian fighters on this card, dude. Maybe you could do like a little report about how many Hawaiian fighters there are. Oh my and in God. my head, I'm like, I have this job. Yeah. On ESPN. Yes. For the UFC, like I don't, and I very, I was so close to crying because that's, that's what happens story, when though. I get flustered. That's your story, though. And I, I sat through the meeting in my mind I'm like how do I handle this situation how do I handle this situation without being ungrateful without being a bitch without being understanding but that, also like, sticking up for yourself but also sticking so up for myself trample. and being like no I, I I know I'm good at yeah. this and so they have they like have me step out of the room and have an hour-long meeting about whether I could do this 15 59 minutes too long and then they finally let me do it and the, the ending of the story is like after the show, literally to a person, all of them came like, we are so they sorry. Apologize. Yeah. They, we they are just didn't so, know. We just didn't know. They we just don't know. know. Yeah, and, and some of it, you gotta give them a bit of a leeway I did. there. I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did. How would that. they know? Yep. Unless all of them had had all the time to watch, to listen to me call the Invicta, because yep. I went on, I did commentary for Invicta Yeah, as well. but they don't know. You know, they they're, don't know they're that. busy, everyone's busy. And but you assume they know, and sometimes you can't assume. Yeah. So I say that with love because I love all those guys. Oh, Ed Suarez. I think I love the 
Ed Soares yeah. and I are super tight. Yep. He won't be. He won't. He'll be like, yeah, that is that is yep. what happened. Yep. Just, right. yeah. I know. I'm Ed, not throwing them now, under the bus dude. because since then, they really are what helped propel me to get that contender spot. For which sure. Is going to propel me to into a fight night at some point. One hundred percent. And then you can do the fight night or pay per view, and then come directly here. That's the deal. All right. Well, you, you're from Kansas City, and you guys know your beef out there. We do. So we have burgers today. Stout burgers. It's a food truck. Hopefully, it's good. I mean, you read me right. I'm a Midwest girl. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I, I need me some. It's a little pressure, beef. but you know, we, yeah. we we gave Marvin Vittori pizza. You know, <laughs> slightly, we, we, maybe not racist, but like, I know. You know, I know. Oh, trust me, it, it gets nice. Yeah. yeah, we've had yeah. some guys where I'm like, really? All yeah. right. Well, uh, let's see how the burgers are, and then we'll right. continue this talk. All right, let's You're do the best. it. Let's do it. Let's take another little break. If you guys are watching me and Laura Sanko eat food, man, all right? Because you know those times when you're so into what you're doing, you can't think about anything else. Those times when you're most focused and productive, that's what we call being in the zone or flow state. And guess what? You can get there whenever you want with a little help from Alpha Brain. My friends at Onnit, they have the world-renowned nootropic supplement with over 1 million bottles sold. Alpha Brain promotes cognitive functions, including memory, mental speed, focus. Yeah, I'm on it all the time, man. It can help you remember names, all right? We all struggle with names, am I right? Or we just don't care about that person. But I think it's more of a memory thing, all right? That's where Alpha Brain helps you out, man. My boy Joe Rogan says he feels that it helps him form better sentences when he's talking. You want to be like Joe Rogan, don't you? Just buy Alpha Brain and you turn to Joe Rogan, all right? You might lose your hair like him. Either way, you'll remember a lot of stuff. Alpha Brain contains amino acids and plant compounds that promote the brain's release of alpha waves, which are associated with greater creativity and productivity, all right? They got you covered, man. Also, if you don't like coffee, it makes you jittery, or energy drinks make you jittery, all right, this Alpha Brain, has, it's caffeine-free. You don't have any excuse, man. All right. And if also, if you don't like it, they give you your money back. You have no reason not to try Alpha Brain. All right. Uh, if you don't like it and if you feel it's not fit for you, you tell them why and they'll refund your money on the spot. No return necessary. We got you covered, man. But you can save 10% on your order by going to onnit.com slash FTD for Food Truck Diaries, right? Onnit.com slash FTD or swing by your local Walmart, all right, and pick up some today if you want to go to Walmart. Or you could just order from my thing, all right, onnit.com slash FTD. It's also in the link in the bio. Or you could go to Walmart. Pretty easy choice, right? Link's in the bio. This episode of Food Truck Diaries with Laura Sanko is also brought to you by my favorite Kratom on the freaking planet. The Kratom's the Wild West. It's like CBD was about five years ago. You know who to trust. You don't know what you're getting in your bottle. But with my friends at Happy Hippo, you know exactly what you're getting. And you get in a variety of ways. You get the droplets. You can do the little simple shots that they have. You can do the gummies, the delicious gummies. They have all sorts of fun flavors, fun packaging. But also, what matters, not the packaging, it's what the Kratom provides for you. It's my limitless pill. Whenever you see me doing podcasts, whenever you see me doing stand-up, I'm on the Kratom, son. That's right. It's the best focus product I've ever used. And best of all, it's natural, baby. Visit happyhippoherbals.com. Use promo code THICKBOY for 20% off for life. You can use that code as many times as you want. You're welcome. You can Kratom at a discount for the rest of your life. You're welcome. Happyhippoherbals.com. Promo code THICKBOY, 20% off for life. Let's get back to the program. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the shoe. Is the it shoe? good? 
Am I making a good choice? Um, Sue is actually an acronym for Scoville Heat Unit. So it's spicy. Oh, it's spicy. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I can do that. Like, it's not crazy spicy. It, yeah. Not that crazy. I mean, okay. It has a kick. I like kick. Kicks are fun. I can kick. kick yeah, I like kick. Fun. kick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the Goomba. Goomba. And then also do a shoe, too. And she wanted the loaded fries. Oh, you're blaming that on me? <laughs> so we're going to split the loaded fries. Yeah. So you can't get it from her. Yeah, yeah, deal. All right, cool, she it. also wants. You know what uh, else? She wanted actually half of the burger. Yeah, yeah, she wants. That's why I got two. Yeah, that's why too. She wanted half of it. Yeah, I think that's it, brother. Yes. All right, let's do it. We hopefully these okay. passed the Kansas City bar. It's a high bar. It's a high bar. I don't know if you know this about me, but I actually sold beef for a while. So oh, you used to sell beef? Sold, yeah, I would sell it. Like cow, like full cows. Uh, that mine's upside down, but um, hmm. yeah. I, I'd probably blame that on the handlers. I wouldn't sell like the entire side of beef. I actually like would uh, process it up and. Oh damn! Yeah. Was that a good gig? I feel like it'd be a good gig in Kansas City. Not really. There's no money in food. It was a, it was a passion, a hobby. It was a passion yeah. project. I also I here's the thing about cow. I'm, you know I'm, I do eat beef. It's my favorite food. I'm carnivore diet usually, so I eat a ton of red meat. But cows are fucking cute. They are. God, they're they cute. They are. It's really hard, especially like when we have bottle calves that either lose their mom or their mom doesn't accept them, and then you like form a relationship. It's easier when it's just like a herd, and I'm moving them, and they just we just call them by their number. Yeah. And we don't generally eat the ones that we have at our place, but every once in a while. Sometimes my husband's like, vicious with it too. Is he? He's but did like, he grow up in that culture? Yeah. Yeah, it's something you gotta grow up. Like, you sure. know who you're eating right now, Tom. Yeah, that's Betsy. Yeah. That night, Betsy yeah. slept in the bed next to us. Right? We nursed her back to health. Right? I shot Betsy in the face. It, Savage. Yeah, you're, I mean, I, I mean, hey, man. That's good. That's a good first bite. Yours is the spicy one? I think. I'll start with the yeah. spice. Where's a good first bite? Was it nice? Mm hmm. Is there, is there a go-to place you have in Kansas City? Kansas City has great barbecue. We have great, yeah. I mean, if I'm looking for meat, for beef, yes. it's gonna be our beef, but. You, uh, you, the one, you, like the cows you yeah, slaughter. Yeah, but um, no, there's amazing barbecue in Kansas City. And, and it's never the places that people tell you when they visit KC either. Like if you, if you come through KC for comedy or for whatever. You got the spot? Text me, I'll let you know, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, usually wanna, people give you like the like the touristy place. No, you that's not go, what I'm looking for. You want to go to the place that has like the bars on the windows. I want the hole in the wall. Yeah. Got to go to the seedy part of town. Mm -hmm. They have ribs only about 11 a.m. <laughs> so for you, how, how do they decide what what shows you're going to do and which ones you're not? Like you obviously have a schedule, but you know, there's UFC in Paris coming up. There's yeah. there's a million fight nights. There's, you know, there's also like, how do they decide? All right, we I want- I don't really know. <laughs> I think I just get an email. That says, hey, these are the shows that are available to you. Do you want to do Let them? me know. Oh, yeah. interesting. And the tough thing is, like, because all these spots are very competitive, there's definitely a lot of pressure. You feel like, if I say no, you know, know. then how long is it going to be until, you know, that comes around? So my attitude for the longest time has just been to say yes to everything I possibly can That's manage. And it's been a very hectic couple of years. But it's, I feel like it's paying off. It'll pay okay. off, you yeah. do your dues. And then, because I assume with that schedule, like you're, I mean, you're, you probably leave 
do you get the same time fighters do on Tuesday? Like, is it Tuesday through Sunday, or you get flying in, like, Thursday? Thursday. But during Contender Series season, like, if there's a pay-per-view, I'm out the door Monday morning to come to Vegas for Contenders, and then I catch a... I get up at 3 a.m. on Wednesday to catch a 5 a.m. flight out of Vegas. Jesus. To get home, pick my son up from school, try to get some work done, throw some laundry in, and then leave Thursday morning early to go to wherever the pay-per-view is. That's a grind. Get home Sunday, leave Monday, get home Wednesday. It's hard. It's a beast. It is. F- it is. F- frequent flyer miles like I do. On Southwest. Oh, Southwest. Which? You get A. I mean, I do, but there's no like, yeah. there's no, like lounge. The Southwest is free for all. Yes. It's just like it's like the greyhounds of the sky. <laughs> you know, like you, you're proud you're a, but it's also kind of sad. But it's yeah, it's like this is the pinnacle. Yeah, like United, they really treat you proper. I, I flew home from Brazil with one of the UFC. Um, he's, he's the director, so like, and he's been the director forever, so he has stupid, all the points. stupid amount of yeah, points. He owns the I think point. he called it was like. Global elite king something. I don't know. They treat him like royalty, yeah. But he's like, hey, you can be my guest. I should you not. We rolled up to the airport and it was like they knew we were coming. I never carried a piece of my luggage. There was basically no security involved whatsoever. TSA's bending the knee they, while yes. you walked by. Yeah. 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 That's what I want. They took you, like, they took us on this cart and drove us to the gate. You get all the drinks. And then literally food. just like, Face palmed everyone. Yeah. I felt so important. It was I know, amazing. I know. And then it never happened and then, again. Yeah, and I went back to so. You're sitting in that diamond first class and you're judging everybody that walks by. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Okay. Avert your eyes. No, please. Yeah, please don't. All right, don't go over here. All right. Let's not get you know, to the poor in the back. <laughs> yep, I've been there, man, once myself. Um, now, we have something in common, too, with the Alta program. Yes. So two uh, members of the Thick Boy staff, both Georges, George Squared, Keto George, Tall George, two Georges, so we had to figure it out, right? Um, they're both involved in that Ulta program right here in Burbank. I'm these, so, these boys are six weeks in. I'm so excited about this program. And I think people, like, it's hard to explain to people what it is, but then once they see it, they get it. And to me, it's like, it's a combination of Remember that like rock star fantasy camp where you can pay a bunch of money and like Anthony Kiedis will freaking teach you how to? No. No. Is this a TV it? show? Are no, you talking like about Rock you, Love? No, you can. It's a thing you can do. Like if you pay enough really? money. You can pay enough money. I'm probably like, giving a wrong example. I don't know that Anthony Kiedis actually did this. But I was like, point this being, like Or baseball fantasy camp where you can go and like participate in the training camp of this team if you pay enough money. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it also has this really deeper component which to me is the more important part because it's like MMA is really not a very accessible sport. It's an amazing sport, it's a life-changing sport, it's changed my life, I'm sure it's changed your life. It's really hard to rock up to a gym just coming off the streets and feel like oh I can I can do this. Super scary. There's a whole portion of the population out there that would love to know what it's like to train MMA though. Agree. And would benefit from, tra- with, from training with MMA. The, there's your loaded fries by ours. I mean our loaded <laughs> fries. Also kind of my loaded fries, but you can have but some. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I agree. So it's a program where they take basically, it's kind of like from Joe's to pros. Mm-hmm. So it's anyone who wanted to be involved in mixed martial arts, they get the world-class trainers and gyms 
I tell you, I don't know how many people are involved in it, but two of my guys are, and they have to commit for 20 weeks, yep. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m., and they get world-class training just like a real fighter would get. And at the end, once they go through all the training, it could just be, you know, they want to get in shape or get more confidence or whatever, ditch the, the double chin, whatever it is. But for a lot of them, they can take a smoker amateur fight yeah. at the end. I think both my guys are going to do it. I'm going to corner them. I if you that. lose, you're going to lose your job. So there's... <laughs> There's a caveat that I want to throw in and put a little press. Like, I want you to feel the UFC pressure, okay? I'm going to yell at you like Dana White. I can't wait to hear the, the speech in between rounds, like that minute Oh, it's going like, to be. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. going to be intense. You want to pay your bills? Yeah. Yeah. You want to come to work on Monday? You better knock this beep, and it's just beep, beep. That's going to be great. Um, it's, yeah. It's, I think it's cool. It's so cool because my experience was not overly welcoming, like, when I would rock up to an MMA gym. And this allows the accountant, the mom, the whoever, to go, you know what? I like watching the UFC, you know. I wonder what it would be like to, to train like those men and women. And it bridges the gap between that thought process and the actual experience of doing it. And the story, like to me, the stories coming out of the people that have been through this program and things that they've achieved in their own life are absolutely incredible. Like there was, there was a woman in, I can't remember if it was one of the Australia programs or if it was here domestically, but like, had a really difficult past, um, had been the subject of uh, sexual abuse and uh -huh. like had all sorts of really difficult baggage in her life and it was starting to affect her marriage to where she couldn't be intimate with her husband. Oh, I mean prior to her getting married yeah. and then it started And then just like reared its ugly head, yeah. And she literally through training MMA, specifically the jiu-jitsu portion of it, worked through all of the mental blocks that she had to where she could actually have a normal marriage, an intimate marriage with her husband again. Like that's how transformative MMA training can be. I'm not saying everybody's you know experience is going to be that dramatic, but yeah. like it's it's life changing. No, my boy Guido George was 460 pounds, and his goal is to fight Conor McGregor. That's how. Like, that's literally he, he wants to finish this program and fucking fight. He was 460. 460. That's amazing. 460. Am I off on that, Mike? Was he 460? It was up there. Is it the Upper force. Insane. That's incredible. Yeah. It's transformative. I don't know, like, I have, I don't know a lot about your motivations, about how, I know you obviously background in football, but like, for me, I never wanted to fight. I just, I no, loved what the, what the training did for my mental health. Same. Same. I, I just enjoyed it. the training, and yes. all of a sudden I was the ultimate fight. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I fight grown men in steel cage in my underwear <laughs> for money. I guess I'm John Claude Van Damme from Lionheart now. Yeah. You know, even though I have a double degree. Okay, let's do it. You know, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. But, but terrifying. facing that, facing that fear and like. Oh, I wouldn't change it for it. anything. Yeah, no. yeah. No, it, g it gave me the tools to get through today. Now, uh, I thought what else was interesting about you doing my research on you is, part of me was like, oh, why would you even acknowledge that? But you've you've brought up on interviews before, the hate you get on social media. Yeah. And I don't think anyone in this world gets more hate than an attractive girl who's also successful. It's like. These trolls who never had girlfriends, it just triggers the shit out of them. And I think sure. because maybe they didn't get the hot girl in high school, mm -hmm. this is their moment to fire back at them. Yeah. And you've even received death threats. It's now, weird. I've got my share of death threats. <clears throat> and a buddy of mine who, who's way more famous was like, oh, this is how you know you've kind of made it. I was like, oh, well, I don't want to make it then. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I don't want to have to hire security. But yeah. So, I, but for you, it's like, 
it's not like it's a like you're <clears throat> you're if you were competing, I get it, right? Because maybe you beat someone and that person's from whatever this city, so those that city's upset that you yeah. beat them. But for you, it's like okay, because I'm doing commentating and analyst work and yeah, I think a lot of people. It's a weird double-edged sword because it's like on one hand, I'll get you only have your job because of how you look. And I'm always like, listen, we live in the Instagram world. I'm not that hot. There are 50 million other younger, better looking girls in bikinis on Instagram. It cannot be for that I mean, reason. I that's true. I mean, the Victoria's Secret models be fucking president. It doesn't make sense. And yeah. then at the same time, it's like, so it's like either you only got your job, you're hot, or you look a certain way and there's no fucking possibility that you have any idea what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Because they don't, they can't they comprehend don't see, it. They don't see that side of me. So I've been really uh -huh. intentional in the last couple of years in terms of like posting more training and posting demo videos I do of jujitsu. Oh, interesting. Like, I, I've tried really hard to paint a different area. Paint it, yeah, yeah. That being said, like I'm not, you, you I'm not afraid of a good thirst trap. Like I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not denying that yeah. at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have nothing to thirst trap people with, but I, just, yeah, I, I get why you would do it. Yeah, just saying, but. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I have like three more years left of thirst yeah. trapping, and then we're we're bottling up, we're shutting that door because it's gonna get awkward if I'm like in my mid forties. Yeah, and your son's like fifteen, and your yeah. his buddy's like, dude, check out your mom, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, no, it is dicey. I think too. You know, even though you show those jujitsu videos, you could show a video of you head kicking Anderson Silva, and people are like, yeah, she don't know how to fight. It's exactly. just. Some of it's their own insecurities. You it's know, a that, weird thing. Yeah, and it's strange. I've had people, I've had guys DM me like, I hope you get raped. I hope Ooh. you kill yourself. And that guy is a winner. Yeah, I mean, right? think about that. Think right. about, well, sending that. I can't imagine. Well, there's no way he's doing good. No. Like, and I like to, th I would like to think it's purely for the, like, he just wants to say something so outlandish that he thinks I can't resist responding to it. And I never, I shouldn't say never, every once in a while, I can't help myself. Oh, my, you husband always, my husband always like slaps my, it's like stop acknowledging that those people even Yeah, you don't, exist. you never want to feed the trolls. It's hard. It's yeah, hard. What, what a weird thing, you know, think about yeah. that. Yeah, it's messed up. But I will say this too, as much as that, as much of that as I get, I've been genuinely surprised, pleasantly surprised by general fan reception about me taking this role that really is not, it hasn't been done before, where you've had a woman in like a very specific lane. The reporter lane is like, you're good at television, you're probably a girl, you don't really know, need to know the fight game in order to be able to do it. You need to be good at television, which I really wasn't. Like yeah. I kind of forced myself to be. Um, they've never had someone in that role that had enough of a fight background where they could transition into being someone who has an opinion worthy Who's of listening to. It. Yeah, worthy of listening to. Yeah, so because some like the NFL have those female sideline reporters and they'll be like, Katie, what do you think? She's like, these guys are sweating. Like, back to you. You know, it's like that. But she's like the attractive girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, these guys are really breathing hard out here, Gary. They're all Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Back yep. to throw it back to Keith. Yeah. You know? So like that sideline reporter role, you're really not there to have an opinion. You're there to uh, relay information that you gathered from other people. Yeah, you're not there to have an opinion. And I and I remember like I would find these random opportunities to try to like insert my fight knowledge, and I would start breaking down, you know, 
fighters a little bit too much in the reports and to be like, you need to stop. Just like, please stop, yeah, stop. Like, yeah. you're a reporter, please stop. Yeah. Um, so it's it was hard to go from like this is who you are, this is what you do, to this new lane where they haven't had. Well, they've obviously never had a female commentator. That's why Dana really calls you the Ronda Rousey of commentators. That, man, that like. Even you saying it like that. that I would go comment. one further and say the Hoist Gracie, right? <laughs> let's not. Right? Let's not overthrow. Why not? Let's not he was the first. <laughs> you're the first. You know. I appreciate you. Yeah, you're the first. You. Yeah. Um, there's no Ronda without Gina Carano. That's a good point. No, that's yes. a good point. Um, but I get it. No, I, I remember when he said that, and like I, I actually have that clip like saved in my phone. Yeah, it, I think I was worried that people wouldn't. Uh, allow me to shift from host reporter into this like role where like oh we want to listen to what she says not just be like oh she's they wouldn't if you didn't have the chops yeah like if you weren't who you were it would be a tough gig you know what I'm saying like yeah. if you didn't have the chops weren't able to do it it'd be a rough go oh but you do so that's why you're here and it helps that like the guys that I work with as I talk with my mouthful but it helps with the guys I work with the Bispings the Pauls the DCs of the world yeah they'll <clears> love you. They they have been so supportive. Yes. So supportive, and the most I mean, and the most supportive person of all has been Dana. So like, the combination of the guys that I sit next to, being like, all right, you're cool. You're like, you can, we get it. You know, and it took a while though to earn that from them. You just gotta keep showing up and doing your job. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. And also those guys, you know, they're not easy crowd pleasers. Like if you weren't good, you would know. Yeah. Especially with Bisbee, yes. you would know. You would know. I love Michael. I love Michael. Yeah. When I first like really dug into this mission of being the first, it, I'll be honest with you, it was like my competitive spirit, my internal, individual, personal drive. But it was not, it wasn't very long at all after I kind of like set out on this mission that I realized it was about way, way more than that. And I know that sounds right. like super cheesy, but I've had dads message me and they're like, you know, I'm, I was watching the UFC and you came on television and my daughter walked in the room and was like, who's this? And he said, and it literally, opened up an opportunity it's for huge. me to have a conversation with her huge. about like, you know, you can you can enter these arenas where it's a male-dominated situation and you can still have a place yep. if you do it right. Yep. And I'm you not- have the skills. I'm, you have to have the skills. That's number one. Of course it is. Yeah. And it's not, like I am definitely not what you would call a traditional feminist. <laughs> like, yeah. You probably have spent enough time around me at this point yeah. to realize like, my personality is like I'm kind of like one of the guys. I yeah. was raised around I mean, my older brother grew up in and gyms too. In yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, older brother. Yeah, but at the same time, um, I have kind of realized that like it, it, that representation does matter, and this sport is male and female. Like the UFC is so special to me because it's the only sport, unlike the WNBA and the NBA, yeah. which is totally different. Yeah where they're together and they train together. And to yep. me, that's the biggest thing is like, the men have respect for the women and vice versa because they, they're they training together in the gym. But it's also like, you look at WNBA, like there's no one even, I mean, lately just because she's in prison, Russia has gotten a lot of attention, mm. like Brittany Griner, but compared to the like LeBron James, like there's nowhere in the you know female WNBA, there's no superstars, yeah. like globally, like kids are buying their merch, stuff like that. Think about it. when Rondo was fighting, I'm talking. Yeah. And we, we were hanging out. Where you're talking the most famous fighter, man or woman, yes. ever at the time. Yeah. I'm close. Yeah. That's how cool it is. It is, and I think that 
watching a woman do something that is so outside of the norms, and especially when because she looked the way she did, mm -hmm. she just kicked all the, she just blew outside of that box that people would want to, you know, to put her in. And to see her go out there and just dominate and do it so beautifully and consistently. And, and, and that's why they call you the Ronda Rousey of commentating. Oh. That's what Dana said. I can't think enough for doing the show. The fries are cold now. I'm still going to eat The them. burger had too much bun. I will have some. It's too much <laughs> bun, but it was a tasty burger. I can't think enough. No, thank you. The next time when you um, do the pay-per-view, you got to fly straight back to here. I will. Now, we don't let anybody go without, you know, I'm a sneakerhead. So I, know. I give every guest a sneaker that comes on. Now, these I got you. Um, I'm so I excited. couldn't just get a plain shoe because you're not a plain girl. And so, uh, you know, Kanye West is an outlier. And you're an outlier. And these aren't just any Yeezys. Stop! Stop! The zebras. Yeah. Stop! So these are going to be... Bro, oh my those. God. Can I tell you something? Sure. I have been wanting Yeezys for the longest time and have not had the balls. I just didn't think I could carry it off. You definitely can. But I Your superstar is a superstar shoe. And Kanye's a superstar and he designed them. These so are this fabulous. is from my boys at Suplex in Philly. They said, Laura Sanko, please wear and enjoy these Yeezy 350 Zebras. Big big fans over here at the shop. If you're in Philly, be sure to stop in. Then they give their address. There's a picture of one of them. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> as long as it's up his face. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Thank but you enjoy, so much. Yes. Hopefully oh, those I'm fit so in your luggage with your printer. Oh. She did bring a printer. If I have to ditch the printer, I'm yeah. going to keep the shoes. Because you want your own printer because you don't want printers to mess up. Yeah. That shows how dedicated you are. Thank you're the best. You. No, you're Please the best. come back. Thank you. Can Thank I give you a hug? Please. Enjoy Thank the so easy. I will. Thank you. Oh, I love it.